The last time around Mizuno just had one driver, which is a JPX 900. And what they've done this time around with their next generation drivers, actually split them into two. And we've got the ST and the GT 180 drivers. And 180 stands for the year, which is 18, and then they shoved an eight, zero on the end of it. The ST is speed tech, and that is really their less adjustable driver. I'm going to say less adjustable because there is the adjustable hosel and we'll come on to that later. But really what they've done for the first time is bring across this uh, wave technology sole. So it's an amplified wave sole. It kind of looks a bit like an accordion to you and me. And they've had this in some of their fairways recently going back to the JPX 900. And this really is there to allegedly allow the face to flex a little bit more. What it also does is actually sort of drop the weight a little bit lower as well. So it's about getting the weight low and back and also there to try and increase the ball speed a little bit more as well. You've still got the same forged titanium face, SP700, and that gives you as much ball speed as it possibly can to work with that amplified wave sole. Putting it down a dress, you've still got the same Mizuno blue look. I kind of like this color. They're one of the few people who do blue very well. The head is a little bit rounded. It's a little bit pulled back, and that is there because they are trying to get this weight low and back. But apart from that, it looks pretty good. So let's see how it goes. The sand is pretty good actually. It's a little bit more muted than the JPX 900 because it's more of an enclosed head. The JPX 900, you might remember, had all these weight tracks in it as well, which kind of changed the, the dynamics of it. And probably a lot of it's to do with the waffle crown. It's a little bit thinner on the inside here and that's there to obviously drop the weight down as well. Compared to the JPX 900 on GC2, I actually found it was going a little bit further when I had it at 9.5 degrees. Uh, I did actually put the same shaft in both clubs in order to get the best performance. Uh, it was a speeder from the JPX 900 actually. And that shows you that you really need to make sure that you get fitted for the correct shaft. The stock shaft is this Tensai, which is a perfectly good shaft. Um, I just found the other one was suiting my game a little bit better. However, I decided just to play around with the loss and moving up to 10.5 degrees, I actually dropped the spin even further to 700 RPM and that really changed the distance dramatically. I gained an extra nine yards and that was really over any of the other settings, which were all pretty similar. At that loft, for me, that was giving me the best performance. Now, that could be down to the loft. I probably think actually it's down to the lie because obviously when you change the loft on a club using adjustable hosel, it will actually change the lie slightly a little bit as well. And just obviously how that was delivering it was giving me the best performance. So really, it was significant significantly out hitting the JPX 900 and I think from that respect it was great to see. It maybe is a little bit odd that it only worked at one particular loft and I wasn't seeing as much gain right across the board but in terms of that particular loft and that particular setting then the ST180 was really delivering. Now I said there was two drivers here there's also a second version which is called the GT180, so that's Gravity Tech, and that really features the same white tracks that you saw on the JPX 900, although they have been changed a little bit. The central track is actually one and a half centimeters shorter than it was before, although you've still got positions numbered one to four for two ways to slide in. They've still got a draw and a fade track as well in the heel and in the toe, and those are one centimeter longer. So in the past, there was only one position. Now you, they've got two positions marked F1 and F2 and D2 and D1 as well for the draw side of it. There's also this weight in the middle, which is there to change how the face looks at a dress. It's almost like a balance point. It's not there really to change the, the weight of it. I'll show it will have some effect, but it's really there to... So when you change the loft on the club, you can actually change how the club sits at a dress in order to keep it square. And that's something I do like. There's lots of people have tried 
to do this sort of stuff in the past uh, but actually I think that this one is the most effective whilst it probably doesn't necessarily look the greatest with a, a big uh, metal weight sticking out the bottom of the club. At address this has a little bit more compact head than the ST180 so let's see how this goes. And just because of that more compact head you are getting a much more solid sound probably do prefer a little bit over the ST180 but in terms of performance it was really then all about the adjustability so it was back on GC2 to see how this one would go. So starting with the standard positions if you like a position one and four on the central track it was very good and I to in order to increase the launch I thought I'd move the both the weights back to positions three and four and that really didn't change but I actually increased the spin I'd lost some distance. So what I thought I'd do is I'd increase the loft like I did on the ST180 up one to uh, ten and a half degrees and then I put the two weights in the heel and the toe in the front positions there in order to get the weights towards the outside of the club in order to try and increase the motor of inertia and then that kind of changed the face a little because I'd increased the loft effectively having closed it so I moved the sole weight for the face angle into the open position. Now that actually dropped the spin, it increased the launch and I gave myself an extra couple of yards. Then what I did was move the weight from draw back into the middle section of the one and that actually dropped the spin an extra 300 rpm and I got another couple of yards. So as you can see the GT180 is about adjustability, it's giving you lots of options in terms of changing the performance of the club, whether you want to move the weights front or back, uh, here towards the heel and toe, and of course you've got the adjustable loft as well. Even with all that it was a struggle for me to get the GT180 to outperform the ST180 which is just you know point and shoot, just change the loft and I was away getting much more distance with a, a better sort of launch profile for me. And really that's quite important because the GT180 is £50 or $100 more than the ST180 so it's really going to have to outperform significantly for you to go over the ST180 particularly when that's also got a slightly larger head and it should be a little bit more forgiving as well. Compared to the previous model I think if you've got a JPX 900 it'd be interesting to see if you do get more performance it was pretty even with me because essentially what they've done is split the benefits if you like of the 900 over these two drivers. If you're new to Mizuno then I think probably the SC180 is the one to look at. It is giving you that forgiveness it does sound a little bit better than the JPX 900 as well and it does look pretty good too there's not many people doing coloured heads so if you like blue then Mizuno as I said earlier probably do it the best. That's all for me, so I hope you find that useful. If you have, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and drop some comments below. And for more reviews on all Mizuno golf equipment, just check out the golfalot.com website.